You're listening to the fastest revival talk radio show. The Voice of Revival starts now. Welcome to The Voice of Revival, bringing you dynamic insights on revival for today's generation. Discussing biblical truths and how they relate to the church, prophecy, and current events. We are watchmen sounding the alarm. Welcome to the Voice of Revival Radio Show. I'm a guitarist. I'm excited to come to you again with another program on the VOR Broadcast Radio Show, our network. We're excited to have you today. We have been going on a powerful journey, a great discussion, a great teaching, a great revelatory prophetic insights into spiritual warfare. We've been talking about Operation Great Awakening. For the past few programs, we've been talking about it's time to engage. We talked about God's armory. We talked about God's spiritual weaponry, the weapons of our warfare. Today, we're going to continue on something that I love to talk about, and that is another weapon that I believe that we are missing and that God is going to unveil as very important, a very important piece of the weaponry. God is opening up his weaponry, his arsenal. He's, he's, he's releasing gifts that we have. We talked about angels. We're talking about Ephesians chapter 6. We talk about all the different weaponry. But there's something that I want to get to today as we are coming to the finale of this spiritual operation great awakening we know that there's more that's coming out of this you know when god gives you when when the when the holy spirit begins to reveal something to you it just increases it doesn't stay small it gets larger it gets more epic it gets more intense it gets more elaborate as the spirit of the lord begins to pour this out i believe without a shadow of doubt that this is not just something that the vor is talking about you're going to start hearing this from many different voices that they're believing for the same thing. And uh, today I want to introduce you to some other things. You know, one thing about the VOR, one thing that I love to do is that I love to study. I love to explore the word of God and I like to read. I'm, a, I'm a, uh, an avid reader. I believe that reading helps us to understand things that you won't get in just hearing or just listening. There's something about reading. Reading helps us to uh, concentrate and look into things more deep. That is why we got to get back to reading the word of God, the scriptures. You know, it's okay to have it on your phone, but you know, it's not the same as when you read it from the book. When you have a analog, <laughs> I call it the analog. We got to go back to the analog because it helps us to get it inside of us. Just because you're looking at it at a screen, to me, it doesn't have the same effect. So some people, it may have the same effect, but I don't see it as that. So not only we're going to talk about that, we're going to talk a little bit about biblical spiritual warfare, not just spiritual warfare. What does the Bible say about spiritual warfare, deliverance and we're going to talk about prayer. Last time we were talking about spiritual warfare, right? We were talking about that there is a battle going on and uh, there's a heavenly host that is fighting for us. 
We have angels at our command. And it's through our prayer and intercession that mobilizes the angels to attack. We also talked about that God has given us authority to cast out devils, heal the sick, and cleanse the unclean. What authority do we have? We have the authority of the name of Christ. But today I want to talk about something that is a, an important piece of the weaponry. I talked about that the one of the great important pieces of the weaponry is the loin belt. When we're talking about your Ephesians 6, putting on the armor of God. Without that loin belt, which is the word of God, it it's what holds all the pieces together. This is not a physical armor, but spiritual. And only the invisible one that we have is the word of God. Remember, I said this, that the Apostle Paul says we have all these weapons, but here's one that we forget. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 6, and we're going to talk about the lance of prayer. The lance was a very important piece on a Roman soldier. A Roman soldier's weaponry is armor. He always had a lance. The lance were short, sometimes long, and they were like spears. They were like, many would call them even like a javelin. It was something that they would engage with. And they never went without their lances. What is a lance? It's a long weapon for thrusting, having a wooden shaft and a pointed steelhead, formerly used by a horseman in charging. A lance is a long thrusting spear, a spear designed to be used by a mounted warrior or cavalry soldier. We're getting into some intense things here because we're going to look at a piece of the weaponry that many do not focus on. We talk about the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, the sword of the spirit having our feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We talk about the footwear, but we don't talk about prayer. Look what the apostle Paul says. After he says, after all, putting all of these, he says something to this effect. And finally, with all prayer and supplication, we're going to go to Ephesians chapter, Ephesians 6. I love Rook because we've been breaking down in the Amplified. Look what the Amplified says here. Verse 18. We talked about all the different armory. And I want to talk today about another piece of the armory. And it's called prayer. Verse 18. He says, with all prayer and petition, pray with specific request at all times on every occasion and every season. In the spirit, with this in view, stay alert with all perseverance and petition that's interceding in prayer for all God's people. Praying for all God's people. And he goes on to say, and pray for me. Paul's saying, pray for me that words may be given to me when I open my mouth to proclaim boldly the mystery of the good news of salvation for which I am an ambassador in chains and pray that in proclaiming it, I may speak boldly and courageously as I should. He's telling them through your prayers, through your perseverance, through your petitions and your intercession, it strengthens me to be able to boldly proclaim the gospel. 
Now, the lance is something that I want to talk about today. The Apostle Paul doesn't stop after that. And he goes on to say, and with prayers and supplication, or that word supplication means petitions with specific requests. This is not a revelation that I found, but I not a revelation of my own, but this is found in a, I love to read this man's writings. He's a prolific teacher in the word of God. His name is Rick Renner. He wrote a book years, a few years back called Dress to Kill, a biblical approach to spiritual warfare and armor. It's probably like four or 500 pages. He says that many times we're not complete until we carry the last weapon in our armor. And that is the lance of prayer and supplication. And I begin to think about this. Prayer is a powerful supernatural weapon. Supplication is intercession. There's different types of prayers because there's so many different ways to pray. When we're talking about intercession, you're going to go and you're standing in the middle of a conflict and waging war through what? Prayer. Prayer is work. Prayer is warring in the spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who gives us the power and strength we need to stand firm and endure the battle. The power and authority comes to the name of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on, somebody. I'm sensing the strengthening coming back to the prayer warriors. I pray that those prayer warriors are listening to me right now. Did you hear what I said about the lance? The lance was a long spear, which was used to lunge at. It was used to engage in warfare. Let me go back to that because I want to really look at this as we've been talking about the lance. It says here, it was a long, a steel-tipped spear, spear carried by mounted knights and light cavalry. Uh, it was used as a long-handled weapons used in combat. Sometimes it says that they were long poles or long javelins. The the and the soldiers would carry. It was uh, according to Rick Renner as he was researching this. He said that they would carry five short lances. He's talking about the Roman soldiers on their armor. They carried lances. Lances are the description of prayer because prayers are what we release. Prayers are like spears. Prayers are like, think of them as javelins. They can go short ways and they can go long throw. You send prayers. You can send prayers because prayers is what keeps us moving forward in this combat. Come on. Roman soldiers carried lances on as a part of their armor, short and long lances, a variety of lances. Sometimes they carried five short lances and one long lance. The short ones were able to lunge directly into their enemy and then finish them with their sword. Then the longer ones were directly to re were, were used to directly reach them from long distance. This is what prayer does. It has a long, come on, and short range. Without it, our weapons are not just ineffective. We're not able to finish off our enemy because we lack the weapon of prayer. 
Prayer is a spiritual weapon and prayer has power. Prayer is in, is, is a powerful piece of the weaponry of God. And I believe without, with all my heart that the Lord is releasing once again, the necessity of using prayer in spiritual warfare. What I've seen is that the church has the, all the armor, but, but we forgot our, the importance of the lance of prayer in the armor of God. It's no wonder that prayer is the most neglected, less talked about, and less of priority in God's house. Yet it should be the one that makes all the armor work right. So many love to talk about the other pieces of armor. We love to talk about the shield of faith. We love to talk about faith. We love to talk about just the word of God, the sword of the spirit. Many use the sword of the spirit, not just to cut down principalities and powers, but to cut one another off by using the word as a weapon. We got to be careful. That's why the apostle Paul says that the letter killeth, but the spirit gives light, gives life. The letter killeth. The law will kill. People use the law. People use the word of God as a way to make it an interpretation of their own. But without the spirit, there is no life. You must have the spirit. Second Corinthians chapter three, verse six. Second Corinthians chapter three, verse six says, who has made us able ministers of the New Testament, not of the letter, but of the spirit for the letter killeth, but the spirit gives life. The spirit, the Holy Spirit. That's what I said. We're going to come back with a program where I'm going to be talking about the convergences here. Then we're going to move on to where we're going to see a combination explosion in the spirit where the, the word of God is going to come together with the movement of the Holy Spirit. When these two combine, it's going to create dunamis, not just dynamite, but explosion. It is going to be a spontaneous combustion, an explosion, and it's coming soon as we begin to see what the Lord is trying to tell us in these last days. We're going to begin to see the word of God become active. That's why it says that the word of God is light, living. It's like a two edged sword. Wow. So. I know that the Lord showed me that we must begin picking up the lance of prayer. It's the final piece of armor of God, and it's being has been overlooked, neglected, and sometimes less important than all the others. When we do a Wednesday night prayer nights at our church, La Iglesia La Casa del Alfredo, which I would like to invite you, if you're near the area of the Rio Grande Valley in South Texas, come and see us and be a part of our Wednesday night prayer meetings at 7 p.m. They are powerful. They're in Spanish and maybe sometimes in English, but God is raising up people who know how to pray. For more information, go to our website, Carlos, carloscalera.us, carloscalera.us to find out more information and follow us on our Facebook page. For example, those who never prayed before during our prayer meetings or read the scriptures are getting up on the microphone and sharing. It's powerful. I mean, they've never done that before, but there's something about when you're in a prayer meeting, 
There's such an environment that is created that creates this boldness. My goodness, a sense the spirit of the Lord moving. You know, it was during a prayer meeting when the spirit of the Lord would shake that building, when it would shake. Their prayer meetings have started revivals. The revivals didn't start because of just preaching and evangelism. It started because people were praying. The Welsh revival started because somebody, there was there were some intercessors, some grandmothers that were praying. And they're the ones who never get recognition because they're behind the scenes. But God is going to reward those who continue to keep fighting in prayer. Um, understand and going back to this about our prayer meetings, it's powerful and everyone is involved and God is moving. And in fact, every prayer meeting, it's hard to close and go home. We never run out of something to pray because there are many kinds of prayer. And I want to give you at least six kinds of prayers. And my heart is to begin teaching and bringing a whole series on prayer. You know, we, we have a lot of teachings on so many things, but where is the house of prayer? Where's the teachings on the different kinds of prayer? People get stuck because they only know one kind of prayer. Maybe it's a prayer petition. Maybe it's a prayer of supplication, but there's many different prayers. There's just six prayers right here. There's the prayer of consecration, the prayer of thanksgiving, the prayer of petition, the prayer of authority, the prayer of supplication, the prayer of intercession. That is just a few prayers because what does the apostle Paul say in Ephesians chapter six? He says, with all kinds of prayers. Let me go to. Uh, let me go to the ESV so it can tell us not only after we put on the full armor of God, but to also uh, praying at all times in the spirit with all prayer and supplication to that end. Let me see with all kinds of prayers. Like I told you, there were six prayers. You know, prayer is what covers the soldier. If there's no prayer, then you're going out without power. Then you're going out without a strategy. It is where God speaks to us in prayer. He tells us the things to come. When you make a, a history, history and prayer with God, when you make that secret place, a history making place with God, he begins to share his mysteries and his secrets to us. Do you know one of the most powerful ministries in the last days is going to be the prophetic ministry? Doesn't it say in the last days that he's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh, flesh and your sons and daughters will what? They're going to prophesy. The prophetic ministry is being neglected. It's been ostracized. It's been uh, looked over. They've considered the prophetic to gone off the deep end. But understand, God is bringing an alignment to the prophetic. Yes, there's been a lot of there's been a lot of prophecy that is that is uh, uh, not only that that has become um, less about the prophetic word of God and more about what someone says uh, uh, a word of encouragement or a a prophetic word of knowledge. No, I'm talking about the true prophetic word of the Lord is coming back. 
You know, we talk about the sword of the shield of faith, like I was saying, the sword, but the sword of the spirit. But we need all the armor. You can't go to the battle with our, the armor. It's time to armor up and put the full armor of God. Not only does Paul say prayer, but all kinds of prayer and supplication. And it begins with walking in God's strength and not our own. He gives us the supernatural strength through the Holy Spirit to fight a good warfare. And how do you persevere with warfare? Through prayer. The Bible is filled with words in terms of warfare. Yet a perverted gospel tells us there's no need to engage, just enjoy. So another book I recommend is The Ephesians Mandate by Bishop Alan DiDio. It's a powerful read that explains the end time weaponry of God. He goes into deep explanation about God is unveiling the understanding of his weaponry, his armor, his war, his he's opening his his end time armory to us. Let's talk a little bit about biblical spiritual warfare and deliverance. You know, there's no such thing as a deliverance ministry where you are all called to be to set the captives free. Something happens when we just stay in one place. I'm reading another book by Joshua Giles, which I have in my hand called Mantle for Greatness, your prophetic guide to releasing a God-sized dream. And he states that God intended that we expand to other areas. God never intended us to get stuck in one ministry or one part. He wants us to expand so that we can train others so they we can we can we can raise up an army if we get stuck in one place you know like in ministry they you know in church they tell you well you know growing up you know you're going to be part of the music ministry oh you know how to preach we're going to put you in the the ministerial in no area oh you you have a a, a gift for for greeting or ushering we're going to put you in the ministry of helps but we never get out of that we get stuck God doesn't want us to get stuck. And that's what happens like with when we begin to make a ministry on its own. Jesus didn't have a deliverance ministry. I'm not knocking deliverance ministry. What I'm saying is we can become so focused on the spiritual warfare that we forget about leading people to Christ. It's about leading others to the one who can set them free. Deliverance ministry. Jesus cast out devils as a part of his larger part of his ministry, but he didn't use it as a major. He also preached the gospel. He taught on the kingdom. He healed the sick. He cleansed the lepers. He raised the dead. He prophesied. He shepherded. He also discipled and trained his followers. He was a more than a fivefold ministry. He was everything. We are called as saints to also cast out devils. What happens, what happens is spiritual warfare becomes focusing on deliverance and we stop preaching on Christ. And another thing is we neglect prayer. We begin so focused and pursue the signs and wonders instead of leading others to the sign. Come on, somebody. Another book is John, uh, is by Jeremiah Johnson. Why do I keep mentioning books? Because this is where we're going to learn. The best kept secrets are written in books because most people don't read. And 
everything will keep you from reading. Many times people will be given an excuse, well, I don't know how to read. I know of one uh, brother who says, I'm not good at reading. Instead, he buys the audio book. That's good. It's better to listen and to read. Because if we just watch something, then we're not really paying attention. You know why? Because we're not listening. Didn't Jesus say, don't just be hearers of the word, but be doers of the word. Don't just hear what I'm saying, but pay attention. Listen to what I'm saying. John, Jeremy, Jeremiah Johnson also brought this up in his latest book, The War and Bride. As he says, he's had a prophetic vision that God is searching for a bride wearing combat boots and pure and a spotless bride that does not shrink back from preaching the gospel, healing the sick, and casting out devils. That there's no such thing as just a deliverance ministry. We should all be equipped to cast out devils. Not just cast out devils, preach the gospel. Not just preach the gospel, heal the sick. I truly sense that the Holy Spirit is bringing us into a brand new strategy of spiritual warfare. And it's not like in the past. It's going to rely heavily on the prophetic ministry. This is going to change everything. The prophetic ministry of the end times is coming into a reformation. Hear what I'm saying. The prophetic ministry of the end times is coming into reformation because it's the prophetic ministry that lights up the fires and ignites. It's an ignition. It stirs up the body of Christ. It's the prophetic part of Christ is what is going to stir the flames and fires again. I'm telling you, it is the prophetic which stirs the fires of revival. This is where the spirit of wisdom and understanding the spirit of prophecy come into a convergence, which I'm going to be speaking about where revival ignites and collides with end time Bible prophecy. That's why we must be armed and ready for this operation, spiritual awakening. If you haven't heard any of these programs that we've been talking about, I encourage you to go back and listen to them. You know, we just had a announcement that we had hit 200 episodes in, in three years. But my goal is to not think about 200 episodes. I'm going to keep doing them and doing them. Why? Because we're creating a library of resources. We're creating content so that you can hear this anytime that you want. Because I believe that the Lord is using this broadcast, this as a training ground to raise up revivalists, reformers, prophetic voices, watchmen, prophets, fivefold ministry, generations, prophetic journalists. They're going to be able to understand the times that they're living in because they're hearing from the Lord. There's going to be a revival of the prophetic. That is why we must be armed and ready to understand that we are finally coming to the end of this revelation of God's end times armory. We have work to do and the church is going to have to become a training center, a training camp. We have turned church into a place of ministry departments and we're not training the saints to do the work of the ministry. This is God's intention that the fivefold ministry, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the teacher and pastor. Then it says also administration, governments, and then everyone 
was he was given a measure of what to heal miracles prophecy faith the gifts of the spirit but we must also have the fruit of the spirit you see we're coming into a maturity we can't no longer be children we must get ready to be sent into the front lines because the war is on it is time to engage we have work to do and it's time that we train the saints god's elected and set apart people for combat this is the end time strategy of the lord that we're talking about and as a prophetic voice the lord is moving other voices to do the same you're going to see it become a reality as more begin to turn their churches into training centers for preparation for the last days this is intense this is powerful and i'm telling you we're coming to the close right here but i truly believe that this is continuing to unveil as the lord has given us the strategy we're going to the war room heaven's war room there's god is strategizing with his angels and he's sending word to his servants this messengers to begin to tell the people where we're going what we're doing this is how it's going to take place so we are not left in the dark in the days ahead things are changing in the body of christ and we must go where the lord is moving the lord has picked up and he's moved on whilst people are still staying in their tabernacles the lord has moved on and he's saying follow me this is where i'm going and we need to be in tune what he's doing the spiritual weapon that the lord is raising up in this day is people who know how to pray they're going to be lances they're going to be spears they're going to be javelins they're going to be those who know how to exercise and have a target a bullseye so that they know that their prayer is being answered oh god is raising up prayer warriors and intercessors and those who are ready to join the end time conflict as we see the war in israel continue to escalate god is sending a warning a wake-up call he's sending a clarion call to his people to rise up this is not the time to sit down this is not the time to sit on the sidelines god is calling us to the front lines but during this time he is releasing revelation he is releasing resources and materials for us to begin to train in the understanding of biblical spiritual warfare and it's bigger and and more than we think as the lord is releasing these powerful five-fold ministers coming together to network together this is what we're going to see i really going to be i'm going to speak prophetically here we're going to see networks of prayer come together networks of prophecies and prophetic voices and and apostolic voices that are going to come together with other ministries who are going to work together this is the unity that the lord is bringing us into and it's the prophetic that's going to come in and it's going to ignite our preaching it's going to ignite our teaching i'm telling oh thank you father it is the ignition that is turning on and there's about to be a fire and a stirring and a movement in the house of the lord as the true prophetic voices are rising up for a time such as this you get ready 
the prop, the, the prayer warriors are rising up and I send word right now to every prayer warrior, every intercessor, every person of prayer. Everyone is going to be called to be people of prayer. The Lord is raising up a house of prayer. It says in Isaiah chapter 56, Isaiah chapter 56, chapter 56. Come on. We're going to end right here. It says, and then, and he says, these I will bring to my holy mountain. Isaiah 56, verse seven and eight. And I will make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar. For my house shall be a called a house of prayer for all people, for all nations. This is the Lord speaking about the millennium reign. This is when the people are going to come together. They're coming to the Feast of Tabernacles because there is a house of prayer. I believe without all, in my heart that the Lord is raising up houses of prayer, houses of worship. But we have neglected prayer and prayer is coming back into the forefront of the church of Jesus Christ. It's not longer going to be a, a afterthought. It's going to become priority. It is what launches every revival throughout history. It is never ignited until prayer becomes priority and prayer leads to repentance and repentance to the gospel of the kingdom. And then harvest time comes. We are in the greatest harvest that we have ever seen. That is why it's time to mobilize. It is time to engage. It is time for the operation spiritual awakening. Are you ready? We're closing right here. But I want you to understand there's more that's going to be revealed in the days to come. So I want you to, to continue to keep hearing and listening and coming and being a part of what the Lord is doing here at the VOR Network. So let's go to prayer. Father God, I thank you that you are pouring out your spirit like never before. I pray, Father, you called me to be a person of prayer. And Father, I pray right now that the prophetic voice that you have given me, that the anointing of prayer be released right now upon those who are listening on the air, who are listening through this podcast, through this radio station, through the airwaves. I release right now the anointing, the mantle for prayer, supplication. Lord, a spirit of travail, the spirit of prayer is going to come upon your people like fire. Let it, let it ignite them, Father, and let it ignite the spirit of prophecy. I speak that the prophetic will begin to ignite in their lives and stir up the gifts. Stir up the gift of the spirit. Oh, let the spirit of God move right now. Lord, everyone who has been weary, everyone who has been praying and they haven't seen results. Father, I ask that you would strengthen them right now that they would learn to get armored up. It's time to put on your Ephesians 6. It's time to engage in this spiritual battle. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God, through the pulling down of strongholds. Oh, Father, you're doing it across the land. This is how we're going to fight. This is how we're going to fight our battles. Oh, thank you, Father. I give you praise and I give you glory. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior, today is the day of salvation. I'm speaking to you right now. 
If you're far away from the Lord, this is not a time to be thinking about tomorrow that it's you're going to be able to do it. Now is the day of salvation. If you give your heart to the Lord right now, don't wait till tomorrow because tomorrow may never come. We just heard about uh, Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry was one of the actors that was on the long TV series Friends. He had a long battle with uh, all kinds of addictions and things that that would that that he was in bondage but it but he received the lord jesus christ as we have heard from testimony that he received the lord jesus christ he recently is said that he had drowned and that he went to be with the presence of the lord he was 57 years old and i'm telling you we don't know the day when it's going to be our last day i believe that the lord is calling many to get right with him i'm calling you right now I don't know you. Maybe you have a family. Maybe you have a friend and he's away from God. Don't be silent no longer. I pray that there's an urgency to tell them about Jesus. This is the day to get right with God. Would you get right with God? Oh, I remember Steve Hill, a mighty man who was mentored by David Wilkerson and also under Leonard Ravenhill. He had such a burden for souls i pray that the lord would give me that burden for the heartbeat of god in that souls that's what dr marcerello the dark the late dr marcerello said that the heartbeat of god is souls oh may a heart beat for the cry of the lord and that is for people to come to know him may you turn to the lord today don't wait till tomorrow do it now in the name of jesus lord we thank you god for what you're doing In the name of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, amen. Thank you for listening to the VOR broadcast. We have come to the end of this series, Operation Great Awakening, uh, talking about this is war, God's armory, understanding the different strategies of spiritual warfare. I pray that they've been a blessing to you. I know that it's just been exploding on this side, (laughs) exploding in spiritual revelation. And I pray that you're receiving this and that you would share it with others. Please help us get the word out. This is not about money. This is about getting the resources in people's hands. And we made it easy and simple as possible. Go to the VOR.net. You can hear every episode, every podcast, every radio program. We have blogs on there, articles. This is not about making the VOR a big name. This is about lifting up the name of Jesus and making these resources available so that people can become trained and equipped because this is a preparation ministry for the last days. Do you believe it? Then stand with us. Become a partner. Become a giver because you're going to know that all everything that you give is all about soul winning. Whether it's this broadcast, whether it's the VOR Crusades, whether it's all the projects that we're doing, this is all about evangelism. This is all about using the gift that God has given us through the voice, through the voice that he has given us to preach the gospel, declare the gospel of the kingdom to the ends of the world, and then the end will come. Will you be a voice of revival for your generation? Come on. We would love you to join our intercession and prayer network. We're putting it together, and the Lord is calling many people to come and pray for revival great awakening, reformation, and transformation in our day.
day. We're going to see it in our day. As we see evil rise up, we're going to see the glory, the revival, the reformation, restoration, rest, the refreshing outpouring of God's spirit upon his people. Let's get ready for it. This is Isaac with the VOR radio station. God bless you. We'll see you again as we're going to come back talking about the convergence is here. The hyper grace message versus true grace. We have other things in store talking about the generation awakening. Ooh, I, I just there's just so much that we're going to be sharing in the next few. We only have we're almost at the end of the year, but we have a lot to share before the end of the year. So stay tuned. VOR.net. Tell everybody about it. Help us get the word out. You can help us get the word out by telling everyone that you know. Share this on text messages. Share, share it on your social media. Share it. Tell as many people as you can. This is a ministry that you can trust with the revelation and the prophetic and the revival ministry for today's generation. God bless you. Bye-bye. This concludes the Voice of Revival broadcast for today. Tune in again next time and hear more biblical truths for today's generation.